What's going on, everybody? Welcome to FLA Exposure. This is the second episode that I've been the host of on the Wednesday episodes. Um, we had a little bit of technical difficulty with our uh, with our guests there. Not saying it's his fault, not saying it's not his fault, but hey, you know, it's just the way that it goes, right? So today's sponsor, you can probably see them up in the corner. Oh, it's this corner if I go that. Okay. Anyways, Skur. All right. So, and their sales must have went through the roof during during COVID stuff because this is a hand sanitizer. What is it? A locally local company, high quality hand sanitizer spray. Okay. So, I'm sure that's something that went through the roof. I think these are a couple guys that work out west and whatnot decided to start up a company. So, hey, man, kudos to you guys. You can check these guys out at www skurspray.ca and that rhymed i didn't mean to but skurspray s-k-i-r-s-p-r-a-y.ca all right or you can check these guys out at skurspray on uh on instagram i got their thing up right here they got a cool little logo just like the one that's up in the corner here so go check these guys out man local people we love supporting local this is a local uh podcast so support local wherever you go and i just want to say this right off the rip like man this is the only way that this podcast can grow is with you guys so supporting local is something that's huge around here everybody went crazy when it was the nova scotia support local type of thing so just go ahead during this podcast here take a screenshot Tag me, tag FLA, uh, Fight League Atlantic, FLA Exposure. Get that, exactly what the name is, get that exposure. And as this is going, man, throw us some likes, throw us some throw us some, uh, some love here going on. That helps boost the algorithm, helps get us out so we can keep bringing you guys the heat and all of the fighters that you want to see. Now, without further ado... This guy here that's coming on is a super, super humble guy, uh, five-time national Canadian boxing champion. Dave Chapman, what's up, what's up? I see you. Five-time Canadian national champion um, in boxing. He, I think he was uh, 120-ish to 130-ish along the way there, so he was a bit younger, got a bit beefier. He is professional. He is the Canadian champion there, uh, light super featherweight or something like that. Anyways, it doesn't matter. He's going to tell you all about that. Uh, he is 12 and two or 10 and two amazing boxer. This guy, I've had the privilege of having this guy in my life corner and in, you know, we've been in each other's corners throughout our childhood and adult life. Um, amazing musician, super humble dude. And one of my best friends stood at my wedding, uh, Joey Laviolette. So, um let's bring this guy on man super excited to have him here today what's up brother what's going on what's up man how you doing i'm good buddy keanu reeves i'm loving the hair <laughs> uh, you always gotta show two years hair. yeah man i know every time i try to grow my hair it just doesn't grow as fast as yours i don't know what's going on right you, gotta make, you make up for it with other things nope <laughs> i appreciate it so uh, Joey, happy to have you on here today. And I know you were on my podcast a little bit ago and 
you know, for anybody that's watching here, me and Joey have been buddies a long time, like I said. So we might get a little bit silly here and there, you know, talk some smack that only us really know about. But we'll try and keep it. Uh, we'll try and keep it so that everybody knows what's going on there a little bit, Joey. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. So I was telling everybody five time national champion. How many how many professional uh, wins did you have there? What was your record? For- I'm I'm twelve and three right now. Twelve and three. Twelve yeah. and three. And and what is your what like what's the uh, the titles that you had and stuff like that? Uh, super featherweight uh, Canadian champion. Okay, so um, you know what? And this is something that I I haven't even asked you like the whole time we were growing up because I've been there through a lot of your camps and a lot of when we were kids was just us, you know, having fun going swimming and then going to the boxing gym and you kind of stuck with yeah, it. Exactly, I, yeah. I deviated, went off yeah. and <laughs> some unmentionable stuff that we won't talk about on this podcast here. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, why don't you take us through a little trip there? Like run us through like the, cause you didn't win your first national go at it like that. It didn't just have, no, geez, I didn't win my first seven nationals. That's so, crazy. Uh, yeah. So um, I started boxing. Jeez. I think I was, I was 10. We all, you were there. You were there. First day at the gym. You were there. Yeah. Uh, that was there. My brother was there. And we sparred the very first day there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I cried. I got hit in the gut or something like that. We all that. cried. Probably. By one of the uh, <laughs> kids that were better from, uh, I think they're from the square. And they punched me in the gut there. Yeah. Yeah. Dolan and uh Devlin. I can't remember Devlin, that's right. That's, that's right. And their oldest brother is Canadian champion, I think, at the time. Oh, was he? Yeah. Well, was, was. I nice. I haven't seen him in years. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Man. What is for it like sure. tw- yeah? Over 20 years now. <laughs> yeah. 23 years since the first time I walked in uh walked through those doors, you know. Yeah. Crazy, man. Uh yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a blur, you know what I mean? You kind of you ha- had my first fight when I was like eleven. Yeah. And then after that, it just uh, it was getting fights, I don't know, 20, 30 times a year, probably. And then, yeah, no, uh, you keep cut. Do you keep cutting out when your camera goes out? Okay. Is that you leave? So you know, that's that's uh, Derek Cat Clark in the back. He's oh, doing okay. Because right. <laughs> that's why I stopped talking, man. When I just see my face, right? <laughs> I, think, I thought you were just I think like I'm losing you. I thought you were stunned. I was like. <laughs> we can do this well, i was oh, i was stunned <laughs> didn't know what was going on yeah i'm not a techie so, guy i didn't even know this this was possible <laughs> right? so it's called the interweb everybody days <laughs> and it's all over the place i think it's got something to do with the cryptocurrency down there and from antarctica anyway so it's not a big deal but yeah keep on rocking bro tell us about it man like because yeah, I know uh, well I do I think I gave it up for a couple uh, like a year and a half in between even when when we were teenagers and then I think when I was 14 I started fighting like a lot more and then I think I went to my first nationals at 14 which I lost I uh <clears throat> won a silver medal though yeah and then uh and then the next year I lost didn't win any medals and then it was all bronzes uh from there on out till I, till I finally won. Now, when you say bronze though, how many people were in the competition? It wasn't three, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Well, you know, that happens sometimes. I can nationals, man, but at the lower weight classes, no, I stacked weight divisions every year. Yeah, man. 
you know, every year. So, and, and a lot of good guys, um, guy, I mean, Tony Lewis, I lost to him at one of the nationals and that was a pretty close fight. And that guy's going on to do some incredible things as a pro, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of, a lot of guys I ran into in the amateurs that, uh, are from the Canadian team that are doing great. You know, Steve Rolls fought Gennady Golovkin. I seen that. Yeah. Right. Crazy. You know, um, Michael Zuski is doing like crazy big fights. Castillo Clayton. Yeah. Um, man, a lot, yeah, no, a lot of, <clears throat> it's hard in the amateurs, man, for, for, for our whole team to compete on the world stage. I, I don't, we've always been tough and always good goes and no one's ever just walked over us really easily, yeah. but it, you know, there's always like one or two standouts, but other than that, man, it's hard for us to get international wins out there. Well, I remember like when you were on the team, it was like, cause you, you get a thing called carding or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And they gave you pretty much dog shit. To live off well of. the, the first yeah oh yeah it is yeah right. but most of those guys too man like a lot of them still lived at home with their parents i was just the you know i was just the exception i moved out when i was like 20 so yeah but given the i don't know it was it wasn't that it didn't seem like not it seemed like more money than what it actually was back then yeah, i guess you know what man yeah. when you're a kid you're just like you don't have a ton of, like you didn't have a kid you don't have a ton of like responsibilities it's just like you moved out. Thing That's had to go oh my God. We didn't, there's a lot of times there. We didn't even pay our bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that's, that's just foolish. It's just stupid shit. But yeah, know, luckily I had Lisa there, man. She's always been a really good rule follower. Uh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Right. So keeps me well, grounded. That's, you know, same with the same with my wife. She definitely helped me with, uh, yeah, she can't, there's no way any rules. <laughs> breaking rules what like it's, yeah. it's, that's like blasphemy she's like babe you know give me shit later about it but that's all right <laughs> look joey um so you went on you know you, you went on after that and how many years in before you won your first national champion uh it was that was in 09 so geez yeah so it was like seven nationals and i finally won yeah only to <clears throat> to lose my spot on that team <laughs> to the wow. same guy I beat that first year. Why was that again? Uh, yeah. What was that all about? Well, that the back, you, you had a box off back then. And uh, so if you beat the national champion for his title, he had a chance to win it back in another tournament, but yeah. he'd have to beat you twice. So he, he beat me twice. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so he beat me right, twice. right. So once again, but that put me yeah. like, that put me on the map at least, right? Okay. Judges were looking out for me after that. Yeah. And and plus what the way I fought was it like in your face the whole time. So I was What do you mean like that by that though? Like judges were looking out for you. They knew, you know, they didn't write me off before the fight started. You know yeah. what I mean? They see me the next year. Point. They expected me to probably win or at least if not win, almost win. Yeah. And you know, judges are humans too, man. They're gonna, you know, they're they're there's there's little things that uh hey. that help you you know what i mean and and, yeah. and doing good at the competitions is one of them they're gonna look over you so they're gonna be watching you more you know it's hard to hard to watch like i find it when i watch a fight it's hard for me to watch exactly what both fighters are doing at all times 
True. Oh, I, I typically stay with the guy who's doing better, I guess. Yeah. So, so this is why I'm not a judge. Up on a you're a you're a bandwagon. Uh, you jump on the bandwagon. Is that kind of what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. No, I, I think that's just that's my mentality towards it, man. That's just the way I think about it. Like when I when I, you know, when I see judges and talk to judges, I'm gonna I'm not gonna give them any reason to want to fuck me over. That's for sure. Hundred percent. Which hasn't always worked either. Yeah. And I've been on both ends of those decisions too, man. So, you know. Yeah. Right. I've been on both ends of those decisions. I've, I've won fights I probably shouldn't have. And I definitely lost fights I shouldn't have. Yeah. And it, and it does happen, man. And you know what? That's the thing, too. Like the judges, they are just people and people are like, boo. And it's, just, <laughs> and it's like, man, I get it. But, you know, they're, they're, they're not intentionally trying to do you wrong. Like not, that, al- right? not always, man. Perception's a crazy thing. Yeah. When people are watching shit, they might perceive something just completely opposite than what you do. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's why like words are so important to say things properly. And I honestly, I give a lot more credit to words these days because I think when you're young, you just throw things out there willy nilly. And it's like, yeah, man, cool if it doesn't. But now it's like if you say something, especially like live, this is live, right? Yeah. Live TV and I seen Eminem say this the other day, there is nothing more final than live TV. So if you say something and people, like you said, they perceive it to be one way. Well, then yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that creates a, a, a total shift in how they might uh, like their perspective towards you. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to chat with you about one thing that I thought was like kind of crazy. And I, I, I'm sure you're going to remember, I can't remember the guy's name, but you had the fight. And then the promoter started trying to get you into the music thing. Cause anybody that doesn't know anybody that's watching, anybody that's going to watch this, you know, go check out Joe's. Um, oh uh, yeah. 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 So that was, that was a man. That was like a manager. What was that guy's name? Uh, fuck. He was, he was a big wig. His though. name was Cam. His name was Cameron. Cameron Duncan. Y- yes. That's it. Yeah. Cameron Duncan. Yeah. So when we were talking, yeah, he wasn't actually interested in my boxing at all. He, uh, which was crazy. He yeah, won- but he obviously, he obviously failed as a, a music manager too because nothing ever came of it. <laughs> yeah, but that was such a cool ride. Like I thought it was interesting, definitely. Yeah, like yeah. how far did you guys kind of get into that full man, We talked on and off for probably a half a year, man. Yeah, like what yeah. was happening? Take us through what was going on there because you had a fight with, was that Ken Sao? Yeah, but that had nothing to do with so... So the guy who hooked me up with that fight was a guy named Robert Middleman, and he knows Bunny Phillips. And Everybody knows Bunny, right? So Bunny's good friends with Robert Middleman, and uh, Robert Middleman, he's cool, man. He's he's got a lot of connections too. He's so he got me to fight with Kinsaysa on the top rank card. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, he's he's a wicked dude. He got yeah. me a couple fights. He got me the Sparrow fight too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sparrow just he just won a world title, man, which is. Really? Yeah. He came off two losses in a row, and I don't know. I think he just – he was already in the gym, I guess. He popped in uh, like a last-minute replacement and beat the guy and won the title. Wow. Yeah. yeah awesome. I thought I can say so would have won a world title, you know. I I was, I was just saying that, and I was wondering, because anybody that doesn't know this can say so that we're talking about is uh, he was he was one of the only people to actually beat Lomachenko – 
even though I think it was overturned. It was overturned. But yeah. in the Olympics, he beat Lomachenko yeah. back in the day. Um, and, you know, and so, yeah, you were the, like, you fought this guy and like he's, and his pedigree was, uh, was fucking crazy. Oh, man. It was surprising when I was in there with him. I can tell you that. Well, he stung was... you with one in the ear. I remember you saying. Fuck, he was good, man. He was just good. He was just once, you know, not one step. He was like three steps ahead of me the whole time. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever been in the ring with anybody better than him. Yeah. Well, you know, if somebody that would even beat Lomachenko, even to get it overturned afterwards, there yeah, was yeah. some type of notion that he might have actually possibly won for them yeah. to overturn it. Man, he had a wicked fight too with Oscar Valdez when he was fighting. Um, and he was winning a lot of that fight. I don't know what happened later on. He just kind of. I don't know. Maybe he thought he did enough to win, but Valdez ended up coming back and uh, winning, staying the champ. Who? And uh, Oscar Valdez. He's the he's a champion, who, super featherweight. Against who? A uh, Kinsaisal. That's when Kinsaisal. He just fought for the title there not too long ago. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, you know, he came really close to winning him. And Valdez is awesome though. He uh, like he trains out of Canelo's camp and stuff like that. Yeah. And he. Uh, I was at lots of tournaments with him. Um, yeah. Oh, my few years with on the national team. Yeah, I never drew him once though. You went a lot of places. I remember that growing up. Like you, mm. you know, you went to all kinds of training camps over in Germany. You were over there. Like man, like yeah. you've seen the world. And this is the thing: is like a kid. Like we, we, you know, we didn't come from money. Neither one of us. And you got to see, like, how many places have you been to, man? Like, yeah, where- a lot. Well, I filled i filled the passport anyways yeah so i've been a lot of places yeah a lot of a lot of different countries uh i never made made it down to like i think australia and africa are the only continents i never got to yeah they do kangaroo boxing down in australia (laughs) (laughs) well that's why i wanted to go down there for some real training you know yeah i seen a video where a guy was fighting a kangaroo there the other day well if i could work for cambosis yeah exactly right (laughs) um I want there was something huge that happened today and I don't want to get too, you know, political on here. But uh, in regards to like the, you know, freedom and stuff like that, this is kind of crazy that the uh, the masks are kind of finally coming off and everything's kind of, you know, yeah. whether you're good, whether you're like, I'm, I'm so neutral either way, like whatever anybody believes is great. But yeah, having, I, I think we realize now when I go outside and look around. I think everybody's realized I don't think we really need the masks anymore. Yeah. And we definitely don't need the vaccine passports. So they're getting rid of those first. Yeah. Late February. I'm so, man, I'm so happy that that's, I mean, happening. Yeah. It's just, man, the whole thing never like, I stayed working the whole time. I was lucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Construction stayed booming. Yeah. Yeah. So down here, construction was booming. And, uh, you know, I was lucky, but I definitely felt bad for the people that, uh, that lost out yeah and um and hopefully re- regained what they had but uh, yeah something yeah, tells yeah. me that uh i think most people lost more than they were ever able to gain back yeah yeah which is unfortunate and hopefully you know things do pop uh definitely come back around full scale for sure for everybody yeah and i know you're super political so i don't want to get too crazy on it anyways but um, I'm not super. Po- I'm not super political. I you just, are. I just super pay attention. Political to me, all right. So you pay attention. I don't watch the news, right? So I, uh, I want to ask you something that I, you know, I always kind of wondered there. 
how did the, how did it feel versus winning the first national champion to the last one to the last one that I think like was there like a point where you almost took it for granted and just were like you were supposed to win? Probably the last, probably when I lost. <laughs> yeah, right. I definitely thought I was, uh, you know, after four years in a row winning and three years being on the team. Yeah, I thought I was. Uh, I thought for sure in year five, which was Olympic year. Um, I thought it was going to go in there and dominate and, uh, wasn't the case, wasn't the case at all. I lost there and then I lost at box off. So yeah, lost both fights I had that year. And, uh, did you find that it was like, you weren't like looking back now, like, obviously you can be super humble about it now and humility and stuff like that. Like, yeah, do you feel like you could have put more into it. No, I don't think so. I just, I fought stupid. I yeah. fought, I fought like, uh, no one could touch me. I was just walking and throwing punches and you know, you just can't do that in the amateurs, man. You might be able to get away with doing that for 10 rounds in the pros if you got a good chin, but, um, the point system and that's, it was still a point system at that point in time. It wasn't, there was no, cause they're at they're They go to the 20 point must system now, 28, 2019 or whatever per. Okay. Yeah. So 10, right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're three minute rounds. Uh, actually they were three minute rounds at that point too. They just switched over. Yeah. Cause, uh, I was doing four, two minutes for a bit. I don't know. There's a lot of changes in the amateur boxing since I finished up 2012. Um, tons of stuff changed. They removed the headgears and stuff, which probably would have benefited me more. Yeah, sure. yeah, you punch uh, incredibly hard for definitely for somebody your uh, your size there, and uh, you you just had like you just had a fight there against uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the last one. Yeah, oh, uh, Rodolfo Masius. Yeah, it, in, it, what's his name? Incredible or something? Yeah, incre- like that? yeah, Rodolfo Incredible Masius. Yeah, man. That guy, walk us through what was going on in that one, Joey. Because yeah, I know that, that, yeah, was, that uh, was that was definitely uh, um, something that uh, that was a tough loss for me, man. Yeah, definitely. He, uh, I think he's, I think he's going to be a world champion one day, man. I just can't see any way how he couldn't. Like, yeah, um, I didn't go into that fight at all thinking I was going to walk over him. I knew what I was against. I knew I was against uh, a warrior, and I knew I didn't have much time to train for the fight. Yeah, um, and he. See, I thought my experience in boxing were definitely going to carry me through. He was a better boxer than I anticipated. That was yeah. the only. That was the only thing that maybe I kidded myself on a little bit, just because the experience. He's only twenty-two, right? Not a whole lot of amateur experience. Not a whole lot of pro experience. Well, as much as me, but when you, yeah, which if you collab the years cool. and the, yeah, man, I just had this way more, right? Right. His so, was very new, though. He was like fighting, 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 fighting. Yes. So he was fairly like he did have, I think, if you look at his box rack, he had a little bit of time off like near a year. But other than that, all those years were just stacked with fights. Yeah. Um. And he, yeah, and he, he beat everybody, man. I mean, I see him why. I just thought he was going to come in, throw a shitload of punches. I knew it was going to be tough, but I'd be able to box him. Yeah. I wasn't able to get off like I could. My defense wasn't there. You know, after three years of rust, too, man, that might have made a difference, too, with, you know, my uh, my years, coordination man. just wasn't there like it uh, was prior. Yeah. Um, no, man, that kid made me more uncomfortable in the ring than anybody I've ever fought, ever. 
Yeah, you were saying that, man. Ever, man. I just didn't have time to think. You did not have two seconds to rub together in there, man. It was on my bike. And if I wasn't moving, I was getting hit. If I wasn't punching or moving, I was getting hit. I've never seen anybody throw that many punches. And the final bell, the tenth round went through. They were putting their stool back out. Like, they were going back out there. I'm just like, no, hey, we're done. (laughs) That's it. Count the points. And that that headbutt in the third round was a, a fucker, man. I don't think I've ever been cut that bad in a fight. That that blood was in my eye the whole fight. Yeah. Um. But I've been cut before, just not that bad, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Oh no, man, both I both my eyelids are like rubber, man. <laughs> so what do you think, Joey? Uh, you gonna throw you gonna throw the gloves on one more time, or are you turn into Coach Joey? I don't know. It all depends, man. I mean, I haven't been training much at all after the fight, but when I do go to the gym, I just been, yeah, more or less working with the kids. Yeah. I good. I, you know, I got some ring rust off, so I'm not like, I'm not against fighting again. Lisa is my wife is. (laughs) Oh, right. It's been a, but you know, she would probably still hop on board for one or two more, but I'm not, uh, I'm not saying for sure either way. I'm just, I'm just going to take it a day at a time, man. I'm just doing a lot of the things I love right now. That's yeah. I always find something to do, man. Okay. I love it. I love it. So listen, Joey, we, uh, we always ask some people, some questions on the way out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was going to say something really messed up, but I'm just going to not do it. I was going to turn it into like a, a super silly question, but anyways, I'm not going to do that. All right. <laughs> all that I was thinking about it. Okay. Um, so what would be, especially now, cause like you're focused on the youth and stuff like that, like in and out of sports and you got your own daughter there and, and whatnot. So I know you're a good dad, but what's the biggest piece of advice? If you could go back even to tell young Joey, what is the biggest piece of advice you would give to a young person trying to come up? Don't waste time. For sure. Don't waste any time. You gotta, you gotta work always every day, every single day. Doesn't even if it's a rest day, you gotta find something to do. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep moving towards it, man. I wish I had that same mentality then as I do now. I mean, I did to an extent, you know what I mean? But there was a lot, there was a lot of downtime where I wasn't even thinking about my craft. You know, I was just looking for my next, next hour to sit around and do shit. I know I was there. Right? Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I started it for fun. So you got to enjoy it too, I guess. Yeah. You got to enjoy it, but you got to work. You got to work harder than everybody else. It's the only way you're going to be uh, on top. Right. Yeah, no, definitely, man. And yeah. that's, that's the truth too. And it's like, how do you put that into perspective for a young person to understand that, you know, Hey, this is fun. But at the same time, the decisions you make right now are going to carry you through the rest of your life. Yeah. Without- ruining it for them but like trying to cement that in that hey you can't i don't think i don't think you can do that with a young brain right they (laughs) are you know all parents and 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 surrounding people they all tried the same thing they always tell us the same shit right and we just like yeah sure whatever yeah on to the next thing that was you, not me. Anyways, I think you want me a drive. That's something that's something obviously within a person, you know drive is, is, is huge. Yeah, it is. You know, you gotta have you get determination really 
Yeah. Motivation is temporary. Sure. You know, so that's where the determination comes in, man. I mean, I can't even count how many times I was unmotivated to get up and, and open the door and go running or yeah. go to the gym or, or do a, a morning, morning stuff or two a days, three a days. It wasn't motivated yeah. for really any of that shit. Like half, halfway through training camp, I'm tired as hell. That yeah. was all determination that did that. You know what I mean? So 100%. yeah, young Joey, I would, I should challenge him to a fight. How old are we talking here? Well, it depends. It depends. Uh, you know, if you want to go back and fight the young Joey, we'll give you a 14. All right. <laughs> um, okay. One last one. One last one. Um, any, and you can plug out whoever you want here. Anybody like that, that, you know, some mentors and some people that guided you when you were coming up, um, and uh, like, who, who, who were they and why were they so important? Yeah. Okay. Well, dad Serena first. Lopez. Yeah. Thanks for the advice. Don't waste time. Yeah, absolutely. That was, that was a serious one. That was a serious, like a uh, good one there, Joey, but yeah, hop on to uh, that. Yeah. No dad for sure. Cause he brought me down there. 100%. You know, all the stories, right? You know, all the stories, <laughs> Do I? Um, you know, and then uh, Taylor and Wayne. Yeah, of course. Um, and then Brian, uh, when I was about 15, right, Brian came to the gym and we just connected crazy. And, and he's just like crazy father figure to me, man, just for 20 years now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Even And Jim, old Jim, you know, RIP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, opened yeah. the gym for years, my whole life. Uh, Ted, all, the, you know, all them guys, right? Um, uh, Tyson Cave, even, right? Yeah. Grew up watching him. Like he was uh first him and Jason Brown, right? First champions I knew of. So yeah, I tried man. to copy them all the time. Um yeah. man, I and honestly just just everybody that was at the gym with us, right? Rob and Ryan, Jeremy. Yeah, the white brothers. Man, them guys, right? And that, that all the newer guys, you know, the Sanford, Stephanie, yeah. man, all these people, like it. They yeah. all had a little bit to do with it, man. They're all important to me. Yeah, like everybody at that gym is, is, is important to me. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Jim and Bridget too, as well, man. And, and just like, and the surrounding gyms, like I always went to those gyms too. And nothing but respect for all that. It's just, just the whole family, man. It is really takes a village to raise a child type thing. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. like more people you can surround, surround yourself with that are, that are, loving the same things or have the same goals as you the yeah. better off you're going to be if you if you spend time in that environment like every single one of those people have affected me uh in one way or another yeah, you know awesome. obviously you guys too man uh, obviously sure. my best buddies right yeah, yeah you, for sure man. buddy we've been you fighting know, brother bare knuckle out in in the backyard with gloves yeah. on when we were no, kids that's right, right man. that's but, man crazy all my friends man growing up and i'm still friends with like everybody now still to this day yeah brother you know what sure. i mean scotty lives up the street yeah <laughs> I know. everybody yeah. lives down your parents live down the street that's it man that's how we that's how we do it buddy well listen joey um i love you buddy and uh i'll probably see you here sometime soon anyways we got to uh hey we're, we're athletes but we got to get a buzz on here soon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, definitely look forward to seeing you here soon. Maybe getting the kids together or something like that. All right, brother. Definitely, man. Definitely. Okay. Peace out. Take care, man. Thanks. Okay, buddy.